רדי, כן, חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. Come see me July stand up gonna be in West Palm Beach Florida January 20th and 21st then to Addison Texas at the improv February 2nd and 3rd and 4th <laughs> that was a weird thing I finally announced my handsome woman tour I am doing very limited dates um, I don't come everywhere like my husband because one of us has to raise the kids <laughs> Portland Oregon March 31st one night only and I believe we're going to be adding a second show to that so that's exciting Rohnert Park California uh, April 1st April 29th Chicago at Park West and then Milwaukee Turner Hall April 30th May 13th Charlestown West Virginia I will be adding more dates ChristinaPOnline.com uh, but not right now and then also check out my lipstick if you haven't bought it yet I highly advise it it's it's really quite a hit we've been sold out several times and um, it's just been colossal and you can e- they'll email you when it's back in and um, it's fucking amazing so thank you to everybody that's bought it already Anyway, with me is probably one of my favorite comedians of all time. Chad Daniels is here. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. Okay, um, so every every now and then, I don't know if you have things in your head that you repeat on a loop. Every sure. now, like yeah, silly things. Yeah. yeah. Um, mine for you is Dad Chaniels. Oh, yeah. The, the flip? The flip. The letter flip. <laughs> I will just say it on a loop. That Dad Chaniels, and it'll make me laugh. So I want to thank you for Dad Chaniels. Um, I don't think you do. I think you're. <laughs> I think you're saying, I'd like to thank you for fucking up your name every time I say it. <laughs> well, what a funny thing. It was so simple and so good. Yeah, it was very easy yeah, to I like figure that. out. Dad yeah. Chaniels. Uh, it was Jeff Tate that first called me that. Oh, okay. We love Jeff. He yeah. Saw, he saw me doing some bits on my kids, and he was like, okay, Dad Chaniels. <laughs> and then it was. Yeah. So rad. What I love about you two is that you are a dad. You mm-hmm. have two children. Mm-hmm. And how old are they now? My son's 23 and engaged. Oh my God, mazel. And my daughter, uh, thank you. And my daughter just went to college. She's 18. So I'm an empty nester. Fucking A. Yeah. And what I've loved about you over the years is that, you know, um, you actually give a shit about your kids. And <laughs> I think, <laughs> like... Before we had children, you were one of the few adults that I knew that had kids. And you and I'd be like, why don't you move to L.A. or New York? And you're like, no, my children live in, you know, I mm-hmm. live in Minnesota and yep. I must be with my children. And I was like, well, that's so that's so rare. And a man gives a shit about his kids. Yeah, a lot so, of comedians are like, well, you know, I have these babies all over the States, but I love Hollywood. <laughs> so warped. <laughs> that's not necessarily true, but I do love making myself seem way better. Yeah, well, yeah. I, it worked for me. I'm convinced you're a good person <laughs> and a great father. Well, I talked my daughter into going to California for school. Oh, perfect. So I can go out there and enjoy January and February and yeah. March. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dad, you're here too much. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to be out yeah. here all the time. You're going to be gone now. Mm-hmm. So you raised those fuckers. You got a divorce, right? Yep. Seven years ago. Seven, yeah. Tell me everything. Like, what is that like? That's got to be horrible. G- getting a divorce? Yeah, with kids. 
Uh, it was the right move. Yeah. For both of us, we've both agreed on that. And yeah. uh, you know, I remember having conversations with both the kids later on, and they were like, "Oh, thank God you guys did that." <laughs> so it it really it really was better for for everyone involved. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's great now. Other than when you're an empty nester, when you're divorced, you're just in. There's it's real quiet at the house. <sighs> yeah, especially my daughter because she would just walk around humming. And now there's, I can hear ringing in my ears. I'm just like, (laughs) well, I guess I just die now. I've done it. Next step, death. I know. It's crazy. I know because parenthood is such a constant flurry of annoying. Right. And then awesome. And then exhausting. Like we just had my kids, we celebrated Ellis's birthday. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it was yesterday and you can see my face. Like I'm still (laughs) hungover and upset and tired and like, you know, and you don't sleep, and then this morning they're up 6 a.m. for school, and you're just like, God, this marathon, when will it end? And then it does end. Yeah, I mean, it Aish. does, but it doesn't. Because I remember, so a week after I brought Olivia to school, I called my mom for some advice, and I was like, oh, shit. I guess I'm 47, so I'm still asking my mom for stuff. <laughs> so it's just, it's different, because they call and whatever. But my daughter's good at fa- FaceTiming. I live in the same town as my son. Aww. So I get to see them, and I also get to do fun shit. Like for the yeah. first for the first time in, I mean, I think probably twenty three years, I was able to go to Atlanta, see a buddy, fly oh. to Virginia and work, and then fly to Cincinnati and see some other buddies and watch football, and <sighs> then fly home. Because normally I was su- Sunday morning first flight out. Yeah, same, yeah. I have to get home because she comes from Vermont because we were every other week, oh. and now it's just like I don't have to be home for anything. It's great. I'm trying to remember. Like I. Sometimes I try to remember what my life was like before children. Mm-hmm. And all I can remember is how time seemed infinite. You know, like you just, you had this whole weekend ahead of you. Yeah. And you're like, how many shows am I going to watch? What am I going to eat? <laughs> right. Will I exercise? I don't know. I don't feel like it. I want to <laughs> nap and start. And then you would just take a nap. I just want to pet my dog. Oh, and then I'm like, I'm so bored. Like, <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't been bored in I know. seven years. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> it really is incredible. Now you're like, what am I going to eat? Oh, I guess leftover mac and cheese <laughs> over the fucking sink. Because <laughs> yeah, this is what I eat now. I'm where I eat it. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. I can't imagine. Is it depressing at all? It's not depressing. I mean, so I still get, you know, when I go to California, I, we surf and do things we, we had never done before. Oh, cool. So that's really fun. I was lucky. I got not forced into, but we accidentally had my first child. <laughs> and so I was like, like I guess I'm a dad. Explain this distinction. Oh, right. So it was like an oopsie. It was an oopsie. Yep. And is this why you got married or had you No, been no, married? no. We we dated in high school and stuff. So oh, it was cute. Yeah. Well, no wonder you divorced. You can't <laughs> you can't marry the bride you've met in high school. <laughs> That's what everybody says. Yeah, you're supposed to get out there yeah. and experience some things. But we waited 17 years and two kids and we were like, let's go experience things. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, but it, it's great, you know. So eventually, when I have grandkids, I mean, I can still. That's rad. I'm still mobile. Yeah. That's. Can I tell you? So I think there's positive and negative to like delaying having children, which I did. I waited right up until menopause, basically. Like, hey, your last call, bitch. And then I did it. <laughs> but now I'm exhausted. I'm a 46 year old mom of two little boys, and I'm like. Sure. But then you did it. How old were you when you had your first kid? 23. Oh my fucking god. I know. So the, at Olivia's graduation, which was oh just in, in the end of May, there was this man with a cane, just <laughs> old as shit, walking down the stairs. And I go, uh, I go, oh, you know, 
congrats on your on your grandkid for yeah. whatever. And he's like, it's my daughter. <laughs> like, well, look, look at you. Yeah. Don't yell at me. Yeah, you're a mess. You Clean your shit up. Should have done this sooner, dipshit. Not my fault you're all old and crappy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how I'm going to be. I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm in great shape. I exercise and I eat yeah. well and stuff. But like, you're going to get to see your grandkids and really bro down with them, which is really exciting. I think so. Fuck yeah. I can't wait to do coke with my grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so good. That's what I hear. Yeah. And like, sh- like taking them to strip co- clubs. and Yeah. Imagine the synthetic drugs that are going to be available <laughs> when I have grandchildren. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> It's going to be so great. We're just going to be sitting at the lake going, this water feels amazing. Just patting it. I love it so much. That would be so cool to share that with your kids as a grandfather. I feel like you kind of do have a license to ill when you're that old. Like, who's going to tell you not to? Right. Yeah. Once you're old, all the who cares? the consequences are out the door. Absolutely. Yeah. But I kind of felt that way in middle age. Now I'm like, oh, I'm, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Some people are like, you know, can you not give my kids sugar and then bring them home to me? It's like, sure, I won't give them sugar. No sugar and mushrooms. Just walking around, just touching things. It's going to be great. It's so great. So much fun. Yeah, I hate parents like that. I hate the people that won't give their kids sugar or fun or tv you're like what yeah, are you doing because you know what happens then they leave the house and it's all they do i know is sugar tea everything you're not allowed to do as a child <laughs> yes you do as an adult i.e yeah. michael jackson i mean and i'm not making fun of him. i'm saying like no wonder he wanted to look at whatever his park is his theme park yeah. it's because he didn't get to do any of that shit when he was a kid i know or other kids yeah it's yeah. like i mean yeah. you, you have to touch peter's when you're seven <laughs> You can't come back to it. As you can't an adult. circle back. Yeah. You know what's so funny is that I didn't think you had to, but you do have to tell little boys not to touch each other's weens. Yeah, I let that go. <laughs> I, I was just like, listen, flick it, get it out of your system, find out if you like it. If you don't, then you know. Yeah. I let nature happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because two little boys they'll put they'll pee on each other in the bathtub, and I'm like, you can't. You can't pee on each other in the bathtub. Like you say things that you don't think have to be explicitly stated. Right. And then you're like, oh no, someone has to tell you not to pee on somebody in the bathtub. Otherwise you'll just keep doing it. Right. And my sister, my sister has twin boys. Oh. And so when they were little, it was like straight (laughs) finger on buttholes. Like, what does that do? At one point they got up, they got out of the tub and they were trying, uh, she was trying to dry them off and they took off in different directions. Oh. And then I guess she saw, one was going upstairs, one was going downstairs, met on the landing, touched dicks, and they were like, wiener high five, and then took off again in different directions. That could have happened in my house today. That's going to happen today at five o'clock. Like, that's what they do. Yeah. Nobody tells you that kind of stuff about raising boys. Right. Yeah, they're highly homoerotic. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be like, I had explained to Ellis, I caught him in his pajamas just fucking digging in his asshole. Like mm-hmm. with his bare finger just digging in his asshole. And then he goes to the eye. And I was like, oh, no! boy, we just <laughs> had pink eye. I had to explain him like, that's how you fucking get that. We just had this in this house. It's so gross. Are girls that gross? I don't think they're that gross. I think they still you know, they still do stuff because yeah, yeah. I, I went to the doctor and he, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I put the car she, in the car. She always she's red. 
and and <laughs> looks like she's getting sick in the car. And he goes, she's not getting sick. Do you have one of those seat belts that click down? And I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah. Uh, you ever have to pass over railroad tracks? And I'm like, uh, oh, here we go. I'm like giving yeah. my daughter a joyride in the back seat. Just ticka, 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 ticka. You don't think about that uh, stuff. I would never have thought about that. Yeah. That's so interesting. There's like Freudian, um, whatever, the, the stages of sexuality, right? So it's latent now. It's dormant, rather, in childhood. And mm-hmm. then when they become adolescents, it's just, wow, right? It goes into a frenzy. Right. And it's interesting to watch those developmental, like from the minute boys come into the world, like their penis is just there. Yeah. And it's constant touching and, and curiosity and interest. And you're like, oh my gosh, now I see why every boyfriend I had is obsessed with our dong. Like it's, it's your first <laughs> love. It's your first relationship <laughs> besides your mother. And it's this weird melding of like, mommy, my penis, comfort. I imagine, I don't know. It's all weird. And then I never, you bury the mom stuff and I, then you just go into penal. Yeah, I never had that. I mean, I would sit and just, I could watch TV for 10 hours and just flick in my that's, dick. That's what my kids do. Yeah, of course. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's the original, uh, whatever, the spinner. Yeah. Just to keep yourself busy. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that thing is. The I can't spin- remember. <laughs> the dick spinner. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just, That's- you know, you're flipping it, watching TV, keeping yourself focused. Yeah. And yeah. then, but I never had the, the mom, the connection. Well, that's the thing is you bury it. So Freud said that. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Like, you know, you suck mommy's boobies for milk and then you bury that unconsciously in order to find women's bodies erotic. Cause that, that's your first physical contact is with your mother, theoretically, unless you're raised by a man or a trans trans mom, you know? Sure. Dads are moms too now, but who knows? And, and then you bury that so that you can become a sexual being. I will do zero more research on this topic <laughs> because it scares the shit out of me and oh, I don't want to know any more stuff. <laughs> it's so tangled and Freudian. Like my, my four-year-old is, we're in a love affair. I mean, he asks me to marry him um, mm-hmm. every few days and he just hates dad. And he's just all about mom. And I'm like, oh, this is so great, but it's so weird. Like, you know, like I'm, I'm setting the stage for, oh, for what kind of woman he'll be into, right? I mean, did yeah, you marry true. your mom? Uh, no, I did not. No. Uh-huh. Well, you were so young. I was young, yep. Yeah. I, I married uh, just the hottest chick in school. Yeah! <laughs> yeah you know, that's right. Woo-woo! Was mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Oh, that's rad. And were you like the football player? I was not. I was uh, the guy that quit football because <laughs> I was a receiver and they never passed the ball. I'm like, I'm going to go box, show you guys. And then, uh, yeah, she was a gymnast, cheerleader, all oh, that stuff. Smoke show. Yeah, just uh, 4.0 grade point average, all that stuff. I don't know how I tricked her into it, but I was like, will you spend the next 17 years of your life with me? Oh, my God. And then that's it, though. And that- <laughs> just, just, yeah. just 17, that's Can enough Can we just do this marriage. in stages? <laughs> Wow. So what made you want to get married young? Is it, was it just where you lived? Where I you, think so. I think the yeah. Midwest has this, this pressure, right? Where you go, Definitely. you go into a Dairy Queen, you're like, oh, wow, you're beautiful. And you give me ice cream and then we should get married. <laughs> so I think that's just that constant, you know, this is how you do it. This, the, the, all the churches, you know, yes. that kind of stuff. It's like, here are the stages of life. You go to school, you get married, you have children right away. That's what I try to tell my son. He's engaged. I'm like, when you're walking down the aisle, people in this part of the country are going to be asking you when you're going to have a baby. Oh, yeah. 
So if I would like you to think about all the arguments you think you might have while pushing a stroller <laughs> and get that shit out of the way. Travel, <laughs> finances, all of that stuff. Oh, God, there's so much you just said right there. So there's two parts to this story. Number one, you're right. And I get emails from people who live in the Midwest or the mm -hmm. South, and they're like, I'm 23, I'm single, I'm not married, I'm so sick of being asked when I'm going to get married, and I, I feel the pressure. And I'm like, you're only 20, what? Yeah. Why are you feeling pressure? Right. I'm like, move to the coasts. Nobody will say shit to you until you're 30. <laughs> right. You know? And the second part to this thought that I had when you are saying that was all the arguments you're going to have once you have children. Yeah. And you don't... I mean, Tom and I were married for a like a while, like eight years or something before we had kids because we were so poor. We didn't want to have them yet. Mm -hmm. And then you, you can't, there's no way to prepare for it. Right. I don't think there is a way. Yeah, because then, you know, you eventually start making money and you go, okay, now we can afford to have kids. Yeah. But I would also like to use that money for other fun shit we didn't get to do. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Literally, Tom and I started to make money just as my first son was born. So it was like, we finally have money. I'm going to stay home for the next seven years. Yeah, I know. You're one. like, diapers, Amalfi Coast. <laughs> I know diapers. there's no Amalfi Coast yeah. in my future anytime soon. Yeah. <sighs> but it's also like the, um, at least what I found interesting from the female perspective, maybe you can talk about the male, because I don't know, Tom's probably, we're both still in it. Like you're, especially if you, like I was a boy, I was a man essentially. Like I had the life of a man. And I got to establish myself as a comedian and have mm -hmm. a life similar to my husband's. Yep. And the, uh, there were no boundaries. There were, there were no limitations. The, what, what are you talking about? And then I get pregnant and it's my body that houses the child. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't feel good now. Like I can't, <laughs> I can't tour as much. And then the baby comes and you're like, wait a minute. I'm the one that's up at two in the morning, four in the morning. And my husband's snoring. I want to fucking murder him. Mm -hmm wait a minute, I'm the one going through IVF to have the second. And like, the, it just, the, the inequities just go like, oh shit, from, my, from the female perspective. Yeah. And then what's it like on your side? That's fucking awesome. You kidding me? <laughs> we don't have to do any of that stuff. We're like, here's what I'd like to do. I would like to ejaculate inside of you. Yeah. And yeah. then I would like to snore and keep you oh. up. And uh, I don't, you know, you're not sick. You don't have to do, you're, you know, no. eventually you'll go by and be like, you feeling okay? Everything? <laughs> that's about the, that's about the end of it for guys. I know. And like, we hate you. I would, I hated Tom for that. The beginning, mm -hmm. I was like, wait a minute, nobody. And, and, and there's part of it that like, there's a lot he can't do. Like he can't breastfeed. That's right. just fucking facts. Right. He can't intuitively understand what the baby needs the way I I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's a lie. Uh, I think there's a connection there with, uh, you know, you said you house the child. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that that, that builds something for yeah. sure. I didn't like babies. Oh, I didn't like it either. I mean, I like holding them when they're sleeping. I like when they would fall asleep <laughs> on my chest. That's <laughs> the, the thing best. I miss the most. Yeah. But the crying and the nonsense, until they could talk, it was tough. Because it's like, I don't know what you want. <sighs> I've done the three things I know how to do. Yeah. And you're still crying. So what's happening here? And then, you know, my ex would come home and she'd be like, oh, okay. And she'd take them and put them on her lap and do this weird swingy thing with her <laughs> knees and they'd be sleeping. I'm like, oh, God damn it. Mm. But so that is the kind of the, the trade-off, I think, which mm. unfortunately is that you guys have to do all of that at the beginning, but yes. then you have that extra connection. Definitely. So. Yeah, because zero to four. And I also, I think this is, 
I'm, I, I like to tell women my experience because the, the women's movement makes you believe that like you can do everything you want, girl. Like just that. and it's like, <laughs> sure you can't. You, but like you can hire someone to do the things that moms do all right. the time. If you're fine with that, then yeah, and a lot of women do. And like mm-hmm. there are women that are at such high levels of like they're brain surgeons or attorneys. Like they can't take you know, two, three years off to right. focus on their kids. So they, right. they have to. And, but man, it, it really is a trade off. There's, there's no way around that. Yeah. It's mom. And I think that would be hard too for moms because you want that time, but you, yeah. again, you can't take it off. So, you know, you're just like, Oh my God, I can't believe I have to hire this person to come watch my child for oh three years. God, and dads are like, can we do it for seven? Yeah. <laughs> so totally. yeah, my husband doesn't have any qualms about that and i'm like that's wrong you can't you can't be raised by some other woman that's and yeah why is that why don't you guys have qualms well i i wouldn't have liked that i mean that's why i stayed in minnesota and that's why i made sure all that stuff but um but i get it i mean what are you supposed to do just you you have dreams (laughs) and then you have children yeah and you have to go how am i going to get how am i going to intertwine yes raising these kids with my dreams Am I going to let, because if you let the kids crush your dreams, that's not great. No. And if you concentrate on just your dreams and the kids kind of go, you know, off on their own, that's not great. So it's, it's tough shit, man. This isn't like when people had eight kids because they needed help on the farm. Yeah. And they needed to have like a replacement in case the tractor tipped over. (laughs) I know. So it's, yeah, it's a different, different ball game. It is a different ball game. And it's a different, it, it, I think too, like. Yeah, because I watched my mom as a as a single '80s mom. Like she was mm-hmm. like that first generation of like divorced mom, single mother, and the 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 party line I was given about feminism was yeah, just do it all. Do you can do everything, and it's like you mm, not all at the same time. Not if you want to raise children that don't that aren't serial killers. Like right, I I don't know. It's you make choices definitely. Yeah, and it, again, if when you're chasing dreams, it doesn't always jive with everybody else's my mom when she got divorced she dated this kid that was maybe a couple years older than me from croatia oh my god he's like he'd been in the war in croatia (laughs) and i remember i was i walked into my house i'm like who are you and he told me in his croatian accent and he was eating my summer sausage i'm like bitch (gasps) that's my summer sausage who are you (laughs) and then he showed me two bullet holes on his stomach and i'm like you can have that (laughs) You can eat my summer sausage. I don't care. But it was just so strange. Yeah. You don't take another man's summer sausage first. And you also don't take another man's mom. We were both men. How old were you? I was probably 21 at the time. Ew. What was your mom doing? Fucking a (laughs) 23-year-old. I guess. How old was she? Uh, Let's see. So if I was 21, she was 40. That's it. Oh yeah, she can fuck at twenty. Yeah, yeah she rad. started earlier than I did. Good for her. She was like, "Oh, we graduated. Come on, <laughs> put something inside of me." Tick tock, motherfucker. Uh-huh. Damn, dude. Wow, is your mom still alive? She is. Oh, is she still banging hot Croatian dudes? Nope, she's kind of single, retired. She sells pull tabs to uh, oh. because she can't stand not talking to people. <laughs> so she's just always out at the bar, but she's like, well, I get to go to the bar, but now I make money. No. Like, okay, mother. That's cool. Do whatever cool. you want. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mother. She's a great lady. Does she live near you? She does. Yeah. Oh. About a minute drive. That's f- crazy. That's what happens when you 
stay in the small town you were born in. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, that's another thing we don't have um, is that village of people to help you raise your kids. Like, right. we don't have anybody out here. Yeah, so. I have my mom. Um, their mom's grandparents live there, aunts and uncles. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I went to a hockey game recently, and I was talking about one of the kids. And then the one of the kids on the ice was a child of someone I graduated with. And then their parents came, so the grandparents, and I was talking with them, and you just you don't get that if you if you, you know move to a coast or whatever. You're just sitting there watching your child, not saying anything, trying not to make a scene. I know. Yeah. That's so yeah, because here in Texas people are so friendly and like I've never known other parents. Like in Los Angeles, I I, I naively thought that other parents were like cool. Cause we're like, we're all in this together, right? Like you're suffering the same way I am. Maybe we'll be awesome. And then I would drop off my kiddos at school. And then, the, you know, the other parents were like, oh, bye. Like they don't even look at you. And sure. I was like, oh, this is so shitty. This is so weird. So it's nice here. People really want to know you. And like, there's a community. It's very new for me <laughs> to actually know. That's great though. People's like kids, parents. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love it. It's so human. Yeah. I had no idea. Cause LA, no fucking way, dude. It's like you're not cool or something if you talk to people. It's horrible. Yeah, a lot of the friends of my kids were friends of mine growing up. Oh. So that was like... That's we, so cool. Yeah, we tell our kids, we're like, you can't be friends with this one from 12 <laughs> to 16 because they're going to form a drug habit and take their pants off a lot. I mean, we just kind of had the blueprint of yeah. all of them. So it was That's great. so true. Yeah, That's it was nice. so crazy. That's another crazy part of parenthood is the blueprint because mm-hmm. they come out. And you're like, oh, that one's going to be fucking trouble. Like, yep. I already know. I'm like, that. I know that guy. That one, I don't know what's going on. You know, like, you kind of... You try to figure out what attributes they have from each parent. Yeah. And then you just go, oh, shit, they got that one from me. That's not going to be great when they're 18, you know. So you just have to Never. figure it out as you go. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's interesting because I'm finding, like, I'm... F- like, I watch movies where parents are like, you should be this way. I don't know if you're into, if you're into Wednesday, the goth series on Netflix. Oh, uh-uh. oh, you're not watching that as a grown man uh, I'm, uh, about I'm Wednesday not. Adams, the crime <laughs> show. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, her her roommate is a werewolf who hasn't become a werewolf yet, and her mom visits her, and they're like, "So, have you wolfed out yet?" And then she's all like, "No, mom, I'm not the werewolf, you know." And I and I catch myself wanting my kids to be a certain way too, and then being like, "Oh no, they're not werewolves. Like you can't." You know what I mean? Like, I want my kids to be a werewolf, but they're not. Maybe they're not werewolves. Maybe they're like Draculas or monsters. You know, you can't you can't force what you want on them. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I remember when my son was crowning. I'm like, I'm gonna go get a hockey stick. I'm gonna go get a baseball glove. And we're gonna do this stuff. And then I was like, Calm down, jackass. Yeah. Let him figure it out. What he wants to do. That is the hardest thing I think about parenting is not pushing them to do what you like yes to actually have to i mean it sucks sometimes right you want to go outside and you want to shoot baskets or you want to play catch but your son wants you to build a lego spaceship (laughs) and chase him around for six hours and you're like okay i guess this is what i signed up for (laughs) you're just continuously doing this the whole time but um Uh, yeah that that is hard i hate legos and i'm so thankful that none of my sons got into legos Here's what Legos, what immediately comes to my mind is when I got divorced, I, I made uh, these, so I had two walls, um, or it was one wall, but there were two spaces outside of the window. 
And so I made my son kind of his little thing over here with a shadow box and my daughter with her little thing over here, shadow box, their school pictures. And then I made their names out of Legos because they love Legos. And then um, a year later when I started dating, uh, I sat my daughter down. I go, hey, I'm in a relationship. And uh, and she said, "Okay, that's great. And I go, it's going well. She goes, oh, good. And I said, uh, she's really nice. And my daughter goes, she? Like she was so confused I was dating a woman. (laughs) She thought I got divorced because I was gay. (gasps) For one whole year, my daughter just thought I was gay. What? Yeah. Where did she get that idea from? I think the shadow box and the Lego ship. <laughs> they call me, they call me mom, dad as a joke. Yeah. I love that. I hate it. Well, I don't hate it. It's, it's, you know, it's nice to have that other side where they can come to you and know they can talk to you. That's amazing. Yeah. But we have a mom, dad, we have two mom, dads in our class. Like they're stay at home dads and the okay. wife, the wife's work. Okay. And it's so fun. And it's so funny because even those dads talk the way us moms do. Like yesterday, one of the one of the dads was like, we got to go. She's got a call with a CEO in like 12 minutes. We got to go. And I was like, hilarious. Because I was like, we got to go. My husband's got a podcast at one. And it was, you know, <laughs> like it was like just two ladies talking about stuff. But that's nice, though, that you could. I mean, I can't even imagine. Can you even imagine a dad that like, son, I, I made your name out of Legos because I know how much you like that. I mean, that is other level. Well, I also wanted to make sure because I had had been to single dad's places before. (laughs) And it's like, oh, cool frat house, bro. Why do you have posters on your wall? Oh, yeah. You're also raising a daughter. Oh, oh. So I want to make sure of that. You want to talk crazy. My dad had like. Uh, right, full full bar, obviously, mm-hmm. and then like a, a Rubik's cube where each side was a different naked lady, <laughs> which was really fun. Which was so confusing because it, it was the '80s and the Rubik's cube. So I'd be like, "Oh, a Rubik's cube? Oh, that's not for me." Oh shit, that's so funny. And now people are like, "Hey, can you solve a Rubik's cube?" You're like, "I don't want to solve a Rubik's cube." <laughs> so traumatizing. The most traumatic Rubik's cube ever. I know. Yeah, you're just like the one time I tried, there was a foot right next to a vagina. Hard pass. Yeah, and my dad would have like Playboy magazine in the bathroom. So I grew up being traumatized by overtly sexual women's bodies. And like chicks were over at the house every weekend. And like, yeah, it's terrible when men aren't cognizant that there's like a little girl living in the house that will be forever traumatized by the adult sexual nature of your life. Like, ew. Yeah, that was one thing. The revolving door. syndrome so their mom and i talked about that and we're like here's the deal date whoever you want but let's not introduce them to every single person no because kids get really attached my kids remember a babysitter we had for like a month that we had to let go do you remember do you remember miss nancy like they bring her up and i'm like listen we had to let her go she wasn't a good babysitter like they still bring her up so imagine them and every time my dad would introduce me to a girlfriend I get so excited. I'm like, is this new mom? Is this going to be like a new mom? Is she American? Is she normal? Does she talk to voices in her head like my real mom? I don't know. (laughs) This will be exciting. You know, like some of them were so nice. Yeah. And then it was just dreams dashed because he would, you know. Yeah. My my daughter came home after meeting a boyfriend of her mom and she was like, so this guy makes the best bacon I've ever had. It's going to be great. And so uh, I brought her to a farm to watch piglets be born. This is no shit. And she hasn't had bacon since that. Oh, good. Yeah. Good work, Dad. I was like, oh, good you make work. good bacon? Fuck you, dude. 
Good work. Because piglets are cute. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. Thank you. That guy sucks. <laughs> that guy fucking sucks. So it must hurt if you like, yeah. Does it hurt your feelings to hear them talk about the, the boyfriend being cool? No, not at all. Yeah. I, I really wanted it to be kind of that situation where um, they like them. Yeah, that's better. You know, I, I don't need them walking in and seeing some Croatian barely older than them <laughs> eating summer sausage. <laughs> oh, I had that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just had a bad memory. Can't share that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. Oh, you know what I always think about too with you is this great bit you had about your ex-wife where her teeth were always purple from d drinking red wine. Red wine and yeah. I'm like, God, if that isn't the most relatable married thing. And it's funny because looking back now, I'm like, oh, that was probably right about when you're disdain for her. Well, here's the thing. I didn't, I never had disdain for her. Oh. <clears throat> so I would write these bits because it's like when you do comedy, you can't go, we were out on a picnic. It was so great. People are like, this is fucking boring. Yeah. But uh, so you'd write those bits about just the things that bothered you. Yeah. But it was such a small batch oh. compared to what you enjoyed about them. And so I didn't realize that until I got a Conan set and I, <laughs> and I had, it was some bit like, she would say, what would you ever do without me? And I said, I'd bring the kids to the cemetery twice a week or whatever. Um, and she, uh, it, we were going through kind of the thing at that time. And when I was on the show doing it, I go, oh, she's probably not going to like this. Because I wrote it before right. Oh, right. there were problems. And so then I thought to myself, oh, shit, this is going to seem really horrible. And she asked me about it. And she was like, did you write these? Because, you know. Are they real? I no, they were just just trying to be yeah, funny. Yeah, you just kind of bullshit a little bit. Yeah, God, that red wine. What was it like? Was it like her breath or something? What was the bit? No, do I can't. Remember? Remember, I I do remember that it, it would stain her teeth red, and then I can't remember what I called her. I called her an uh, an old historical person. Like <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Though. It was so funny. This I'm is like, so long ago. God, it's such a specific. It is sorry. To, yeah, it is such a long time ago, and I was like, God, that's so true. Because that's that was me when I drank red wine. Like, ah, I think that's almost everybody. Every woman, yeah, <laughs> babe. Ah. <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah, because uh, you know it's like um, you'll smile and yeah. you'll see the red, and it looks yeah. like you just have like a cork of chaw in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. So you're banging broads now. Are you on the apps? I've never been on an app. Oh, okay. um, I refuse to be in a picture contest with oh, 20 somethings. I know. Yeah, that's no thanks for me. But I did. Uh, I did meet a gal. Oh, so right. Yeah, but before that, you you how did you bang? So when you get out of well, I had a long term girlfriend before that, too. OK, so kind of came out, had some space after the marriage. Uh, dated somebody for quite a while and then that didn't work out after, you know, whatever, four or five years maybe. And then had, um, about another year off and then started dating this other gal recently. So you're pretty, you're a monogamy guy. Sounds like you're into, uh, really like the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I'm not built for, um, hookup culture. Right. I, don't, I don't think I can stomach it. Like even in the nineties when it was like kind of cool. I was always like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, for me, it's like uh, every anytime my phone comes up and it goes, hey, do you want to update? I always go, no, thank you. <laughs> so I don't want to have to update and know all the rules of every single individual on yeah. planet Earth. So yeah. I would rather pass on having a one night stand yeah. than having to worry about, you know, oh my, my father touched my back like that. And it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't know that. 
let's walk down to the front desk and make sure everyone knows we're both happy. You know, there's like all this shit you have to think about. I, I don't want to deal with that. I know. And just like when you think about the first time you bang somebody, it's really, it's not great. I don't know. Have you ever like the very first time? Is it extraordinary? I don't know. Because I think so. you're exploring. Right. It's, right. it's not. It's like, oh, it's like imagine just, it's always the first time. Yeah. Like Lewis and Clark when they were just <laughs> doing cartography. They're like, we'll come back and enjoy the scenery. But right now we need to get the angle of yeah. this river. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'd want to do this over and over and over again. You know, like <laughs> right. new person, but whatever. Anyway. Okay. So you're, so you're in a relationship now. Uh-huh. What was it like that first nut you busted after being married for so long? Well, uh, I had to wait because I got a vasectomy right away. Smart. <laughs> I mean, right away. And so I actually had to wait until that was healed. And then um, it was a little weird for me because when they tell you about a vasectomy, they say the sperm still is made, yeah. but then it hits the wall and they just die there. Yeah. And that's very creepy. Yeah, it's so terrifying. So I was thinking about that more than anything. Yeah. Okay. You're worried about your jizz. I was with this gal and I'm like, he's going to like fill up like a balloon. What's going on? And uh, I couldn't really enjoy it as much as I would have liked to. Gotcha. Uh, But it was, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because you're with the same person for so long. Yeah. And then you go out and yeah. Like I can't even imagine Frenching a different person, (laughs) you know, because it's been so long with Tom. Sure. I mean, I... 28 years old is when I first French Tom Segura. And that's the last person I Frenched. Isn't that wild? That is. I'm 46 now. That's so it's a long almost time. like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So what is that like the first time? Are you just like, what? This yeah, isn't my You wife. do have to figure out, because you can go robot with your wife. You yeah. can just be like, this is how it works. Uh, I tilt my head 17 degrees this way. <laughs> she likes my mouth open just this much, you know, stuff like yeah. that. And then you're trying to figure it out with this new person. It's like you're... 15 year old having your first kiss oh gosh it yeah it 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 can be a little nuts is it weird too because now you're all old and stuff and you're not hot anymore and then people see your naked old shitty body yes yeah i imagine i would hate that that was uncomfortable i'm a (laughs) i'm a big uh let's draw the shades i'm fucking middle-aged now can you turn your phone off that's too much light you know that kind of shit I'm i'm not into it I couldn't imagine, like, I've had two kids, and then to take your, it's different when you're 20, and you're like, yeah, I got that guy, and it's hot, and then now you're like, oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gross now, you know, like, you know what I mean, you're like old. Hey, well, yeah, it's strange, because when you're, when you are in your 20s, I mean, I remember I could eat a gallon of ice cream. Oh, my God. And then just get up from where I was sitting and burn <laughs> all those calories off, yeah. and now I'm worried about drinking this water. I'm like, where's it going? <laughs> I know, I know. Is it going right to my hips? I know. I would go out, drink, I would have like a six pack of Zima or whatever oh, in college. Yeah. Remember that shit? Like I sure malt do. liquor. Uh-huh. So gnarly, dude. It was like Sprite, right? Sprite with malt liquor. It was, yeah. And then you'd put a little bit of schnapps in it to give it flavor. <laughs> and then you were like, well, this probably won't make me puke, right? The worst liquor with malt liquor. Huh. So what even is, what is malt liquor? I think it's pre-vomit, right? <laughs> bile yeah what is malt liquor like i don't it's the lowest made from malt by formation rather than distillation beer with a relatively high alcohol i don't even i still don't understand that malt liquor is a type of mass market beer with high alcohol most close to say with north america Uh, it's nothing 
It's yeah, nothing. I don't know, but fermentation sounds like you're doing a science experiment. <laughs> and it's, I don't think that's a good word to read that you're putting it into your body. Ew. Yeah, that's cheap shit, basically. Because there's more sugar. Oh, that's It's fizzier why. than regular beer because there's more sugar. Now, I can't have a drink and a dessert in the same no. time period. No. Because I will go full gut rot and I will have to <laughs> lay down for 17 to 24 hours. That's... That's a sign of age. I remember I we were having dinner one night with someone and he goes, I go, you want dessert? And he was like, oh, no, no, I, I choose to drink over dessert. I have alcohol or dessert, but not both. And I was like, that's fucking mature. And now <laughs> I do the same thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't do, both, do both. What are you out of your fucking mind? Yeah, no chance. Yeah. I I'm go not King Henry. Just full body cramp. <laughs> <laughs> so, Little. but yeah, but I drink it's six or Zima. Get home from the club at 2 a.m., order North Beach pizza in San Francisco, eat the whole fucking pizza, go to sleep, <laughs> weigh 90 pounds, like perfect. Yep. And now, my God. Okay, let's do some follow-ups. We got to catch up. They're very important topics we discuss on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any weenie shrinkers, meaning things that women do that just completely turn you off? For instance, Bert Kreischer mentioned that he hates seeing women wearing bikinis and sneakers. He thinks that's a, a bummer. Um. So on in that same vein, when I dropped Olivia off at school, I have seen the bottom of ass cheeks. I've seen enough of that for the rest of my whole life. <laughs> so that doesn't do it for me just because it's like, I feel weird. Oh my God, listen to this. So they're all fucking dressed alike at this school. Oh, and yeah. I go over and I put my hand on this person's shoulder because I thought it was Olivia <laughs> and spun her around because I was going to be like, hey, and she turned around and my face, I can't imagine what it looked like. <laughs> Because it must have looked like Tom Cruise in Minority Report when he ejects it so it melts. <laughs> and uh, I was just staring at this girl that was not my daughter that <sighs> I had grabbed and spun around. And sh- <laughs> she turned around to see this. The serial killer beard. Just ridiculous. Because I had this excitement in my eyes and it wasn't her. And I was like, <sighs> I raised my hands up and I go, I'm sorry. And I, ke- I kept my hands up. Just so she knew, like, I'm not, I'm not a danger to you. It was so fucking brutal. It was so brutal. That's so embarrassing. Do you, can I ask you seriously, like, honestly, is it hard to not be attracted to like your kid's friend? Like, not it's even primal. a little bit. Really? You've shut it down where you're just like, well, well yeah, it's just they're, they're the friends and that's it. I wish my dad felt that way. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Did your so dad hit on your friends? <sighs> my friend's mom's. Friends, I, moms is. I think that's different. That's different. But I, I, I think there was a babysitter he may have hooked up with, who was like, Oof. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, so, uh, so boner shrinkers. Yeah, your kids. Friends. Uh, and then, and then a. Um, do you know someone that has a <laughs> laugh that somewhere along the line they were told it's cute? Yeah. And it isn't. Yeah. And so they just do it all the time because they think that. it's cute. I hate that. That's a big one for me. That's disgusting. It's not very genuine right. either. Yeah. So my biggest uh, vag dryer is adult men who have figurine collections or sure. like, you know, child, childish toy. Like, co- like, like Legos? <laughs> can't. I can't. Or like the guy that's like, I'm going to paint the figurine. Like that's his hobby. I would fucking, I can't fuck you if you're doing toy stuff. Well, absolutely not. Because they're bringing that figurine down to set next to the body they have chained in their basement. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. Yeah, of course. It's very juvenile, yeah. childish. Uh, so let's do some follow-ups, catch up in the world of where my mom's at. Again, very deep topics we go on the shows. Just be mm-hmm. prepared. I'm ready. Are you up on current events? Let's try it. 
Tommy, big fan here, calling from San Antonio. I uh, was watching her last episode, and I thought of a bad stryer. And it's dudes who have hoop earrings, like the small ones. Like some country guys have it. I don't know. It just hoop totally turns me off. Let me know what you think. Uh, keep the jeans high and tight. Bye, Mommy. Bye, Mommy. I, at first, I thought the corks is what she meant. Like, you know, when like, like Portland, Oregon types get the cork? Mm-hmm in the ear low, mm-hmm. but she's talking about, she said it's a country thing. I haven't, I think it's yeah. just, yeah, just a hoop. I don't like that either. Oh, that doesn't do it for me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom, oh, I don't like that. That That's what she's talking about. That's what she's talking about. And I'll tell you, I had those. You did? Yep. When I was, uh, <laughs> when I was in high school, I had uh. both my ears pierced and I used to go with just green studs, but sometimes when I got crazy, <laughs> I'd throw in some hoops. Woo woo! Both ears. Yeah. Wow. And did you feel like you were really cool? Like this is you're doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just I'd walk out of the house and be like, well, hope I don't slay too much. <laughs> <tonight."> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's a look. That is a. Sp- but that's also that was like the '90s kind of right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was kind of cool. And like light denim, baggy denim. Uh huh. Yeah. Was that your oversized t-shirt? That your jam? Yeah. yeah. Backwards hat. Yep. That was kind of fly though. Like jet you were... black bends. Plenty of friends. <laughs> All the Philly steaks you could eat. Uh huh. All of that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I did that was so embarrassing. I mean, all of it. All of it. I did this ugly thing where you shave the back of your head, and then you leave the top. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Like that was real dikey. The sides like, too? No. So first it was just I started with just the back. Okay. And then that was so ugly. Y- y- no, not like Kate. No. Oh wow. That's we call that the hockey mom where I live. <laughs> no. no, it was like in the movie Parenthood. She did it in the movie Parenthood. Um, Martha Plimpton. And I saw that movie at the age of like twelve or thirteen. And I decided to do the same exact thing that she does, which is she shaves the undercarriage of her hair. Okay. I wish... There it is. She's, that's Keanu Reeves. No, still not there. God damn it. The dog's there it is. He's shaving her head. Mm-hmm. And that's what we all did at that. That's a young Keanu Reeves. Look how cute he was. Wouldn't you bang him? He's, I'd bang him now. No, he's so hot. And he's so... It seems like such a nice dude. Have you ever had homosexual um, sex? No. I haven't, but I listen. It's still, it's still not something I'm saying I won't do. Really? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, just, I mean, what am I gonna just all of a sudden limit my options? Yeah, I know what you mean. I getting you old. Mean. You're getting old. You I'm better old. suck a dick now. Well, I'm just saying there are, you know, I'm I'm losing people right now. There's only one side I have sex with, yeah. and I'm those people are dropping off by the yeah. millions. Yeah. As I age. Maybe there's somebody on the other side that's like, I like this about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for you. I'm and excited you're for in too. a demographic. What's cool about gay men is that, yeah, you age out of like twink, okay, which sure. is like the hot, skinny 20 something. Mm-hmm. But now there's this whole demographic of gay men. You're a bear. You'd be considered a bear. Oh. And they like the beards. They like, like, you're a man. You're a grown ass man. And you have more money. So that's attractive to younger gay men. And, you know, you could really thrive in the gay community. You should really give it some serious consideration, okay? Okay. I don't know what lesbians do. I don't think, I mean, 
I wonder if lesbians have these categories. Lesbians, are you listening to this? Let me know what it's like to be a mid-40s lesbian and what what my prospects would be if I were to suddenly go that route. I'm curious because I don't have 40-year-old <laughs> lesbian friends. I have gay male friends that yeah. are my age, and they tell me all the deeds. All right, let's do another follow-up. Hey, Christina. Hi. I'm listening to a recent episode here, and you're talking about funny traumas and stuff, and boy, do I have one. Okay. So. I got home early from school one day. When I say early, I'm saying like 10 minutes early. And my mom was usually gone by then, but I saw her car was parked in the driveway. So I went around to the back door of the house. Blinds are shut. I'm like, hmm, this is weird. Usually my mom leaves before I get home. So I open up the back door and I go, you know, walk into the basement. And my mom has porn on the big screen TV and is what I can only describe as really... Uh, disrespecting herself with the purple dildo. Um, yeah, so I made the mistake of telling my basketball friends, and I shit you not, I started getting just nothing but purple fucking phallus-shaped gifts in my locker. Uh, so, yeah, that's my recent trauma. Uh, this is Joe from Wisconsin. Thanks. Recent trauma? Well, I actually put a call out for, like, funny traumas. Like... One time I walked in and my dad was peeing and I saw my dad's dick. That was terrible. But not like m- my mom was masturbating with a vibrator and I saw my mom. That that That's real trauma. I meant like, <laughs> LOL. Like one time I went to kiss my stepdad and I went to kiss his cheek, but then he turned his head and our lips met and I like Ooh, accidentally, like yeah. I grit and I was like, oh, like I think about that. I've thought about that for 17 years. Mm-hmm. Funny trauma. Yeah, here's some funny trauma. Yeah. I came home one time and I heard Melissa Etheridge playing in the bathroom and water splashing around. And uh, then I went in there later and uh, my mom had been in there and there were candles lit and she was all by herself. (laughs) Right. So that um, That is disgusting. And I'm trying not to even think about it right now, even though I just said it out loud. (laughs) Is that a true one? That's a true one. Oh, wow. Melissa Etheridge. I can't even listen. Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. Once you know what music your parents like finger themselves to or bang to. Yeah. I, Ugh. with uh, Melissa Ugh. Etheridge, I can play name that tune in <laughs> one note every time. Cause of your mom. Come off. Radio's off. I don't need to hear to my window, Melissa. I'm yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So gross. My dad's was um, Julio Iglesias, <laughs> which is so on the nose, right? Like he would put on those records. I'm on, do, do, do. I'm on, do, do, do. And every time I hear Julio Iglesias, I want to vomit. Um, and his son had a music career too. And I won't even listen to the son's music because I'm so traumatized by my dad's Julio Iglesias. Yeah. You know, I don't, yeah. uh, I don't have sex to music. I know. I kind of don't either now because we have kids. So it's just like, we have five minutes. Let's fuck. Like, yeah. there's no time for music. I need the lights off. No music. I'm really fun. <laughs> I'm really fun in the bedroom. It just You're seems wild. like a, Woo, a, Chad. De- a Dexter room. Let's get the plastic down. It's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Wow. Your girlfriend's so lucky. Yeah. Just bare minimum, like quiet. Mm-hmm. Do you need it dark, dark, dark? Well, yeah, I just don't like, yeah. I mean... I'm going to be on top and you're going to see my tits <laughs> clacking together. Like one of those things on a desk. The worst. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. It's so gross. I know. You think about why porno people are so special and it's because 
they have bodies that you want to see having sex. Right. Like the average person, you don't want to see that. I mean, even if you're just like a regular body, like you don't want to see that. It's disgusting. Yeah, and it's weird because my girlfriend is uh, hot and does yeah, have one of those bodies. Yeah, she's gorgeous, yeah. And um, so I, here's, here's how much I hate my body. <laughs> I, I, I hate my body so much, I'm willing to not see her body. You're a chick. You're kind of gay. I think you're a little. You got time. a little. I'm a mom dad. What yeah, you you're a mom dad. I don't like it. You're such a mom dad. Yeah, you kind of got mom vibes. I like that. Yeah, we should you. hang out. You want to go to the playground? Yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Gosh, you'd be willing to sacrifice looking at your hot girlfriend's body just to shave, just to save your own shame. Yeah, That's because cool. I don't want to see. So like, I'll go up, <laughs> right? Go up her body from feet. Oh, there's some good stuff. And there's also some good stuff. And then I see the look in her eyes as she's looking at my body. No. No, thanks. Talk about a boner shrinker. No way. Women are much more forgiving of um, physical. Yeah. She's super nice. And she just goes, yeah. she goes, I don't care. I love it. Yeah. I don't care about it. And I'm like, That's, no, thanks. Still. No, thank, thank you for putting it that way, too. She's yeah. like, you're a pig. It's cool. I don't care. <laughs> You're disgusting. I don't I care know. that you're the fattest person I've ever dated. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're all old and fat and shitty, and that's cool. When I first had a crush on you, it was right after your divorce, and you were thin from working out, and now you're not. <laughs> I know. Uh, okay. Let's do another phone. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Mommy. Um, this is Jessica from Dallas, Texas. I'm 31 years old, and I've got some trauma for you. Uh -oh. So I've known my stepmom my whole life, and when her and my dad got back together, and you know, I was 14. Well, long story short, basically, she tells me about their sex life. Oh, and God. Honest to God, she told me about the time she broke my dad's dick. Oddly, weirdly inappropriate. Yeah, apparently, it was... You know, she was writing it backwards, whatever. But yeah, no, long story short, most traumatic thing ever. Well, yeah, no, keep it high and tight. I'm excited to see y'all in February. Love you, Jean. Let me just put this out there for all the people listening. Step parents, parents, your children want to know absolutely nothing about your sex life. They don't want to hear sex jokes. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear anything about your genitals right. your partner's genitals n n they don't want to see you going to the bathroom getting out of the shower like right. they want to know you as asexually as possible yeah as a clothed adult that doesn't have fun <laughs> that's how yeah. i want to know you yeah and also something for this last caller Ugh. um the guy that your stepmom was with before she got back together with your dad had a bigger dick than your dad <laughs> And she thought she was working with more, and that's why she sat on his dick and broke it. Just to clarify. That's just a fact. Just to clarify. In case so also, you've got some more trauma to deal with. <laughs> uh, do you ever, like, I hated um, sex jokes. Like, my dad one time, like, he would tell me sex jokes and when mm -hmm. I was in my 20s. And I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up. Like, I don't ever want to hear <laughs> your sense of humor about sex like right. it's so repugnant it's so yeah. repulsive and my mom one time told me about my stepdad's peener and and i was like i don't want to know like oh you're your stepdad's pickle you're his pickle he wants his pickle and i was like i'm gonna th that's so fucking gross that you call it his pickle wow and like 
it's just, ugh. I've never had to deal with any of that stuff. Well, you're Midwestern. You guys yeah. don't say anything to each yeah. other. My mom kept it classy. My dad took off early enough <laughs> where I didn't have to deal with his bullshit. It was great. He took off? Uh -huh. he, he abandoned you guys? Sure. Cool. Yeah. How old were you? Oh, probably. When he left the last time, I think I was 21 because he had <laughs> used my driver's license to steal my identity. It's pretty cool. Hey, we've all got cool dads. Welcome to the Cool Dad Club. Thank you so much. <laughs> There's a lot of cool dads out there. That's so many. fucking monumental. Well, mm. no wonder you're kind of a mom dad because you had a shit dick of a bio dad <laughs> who didn't do a good job. And I, I think in some ways that's good because it makes you an amazing parent because you're like, I'm not going to do this to my children. What was done to me. Yeah, that's true. I, th I mean, I think sometimes we overcorrect. I do. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. Yeah. So... But, but yeah, I think for the most part, you, you pick and choose what you like from your parents and what mm -hmm. you don't like, and you try to make your perfect parenting scheme. Mm-hmm. And how does that go? I mean, it's all right until you realize <laughs> that uh, your kids also don't like some of the stuff that you did like about your parents. But I know. I do overcorrect. I try really hard not to. But then Tom's attitude, I look to him more because he's more like, it's fine. Everything's... And I'm like, oh, okay. But is that just like a lazy dad attitude or is that the right attitude no i think sometimes you just gotta let it unfold yeah sure because really i can't do much other than like be there and like try to right yeah i mean if your kids are like killing your pets that's different yeah. and then tom's like it's fine <laughs> relax that's, the, yeah, no. that's less dog food to buy we're good <laughs> you might <actually>. then, <laughs> yeah okay mm -hmm. all right one more one more um Hey, Deans, this is Corey from Iowa. Um, I've been thinking of a traumatic memory for a couple of weeks now. I want to thank you for that. Sure. One time, I think I was eight or nine, I walked in on my dad in the bathroom completely naked. And not only did I see everything, and he had a lot of hair down there, but he was blow-drying his pubic hair. Oh. And not only was he blow-drying his pubic hair, but he was like flapping his penis around with his with his hand like trying to get funny, the though, hair dry so the penis was like flopping around <laughs> like an elephant trunk and at least a couple of times a year i think of this and <laughs> you brought it to the forefront so of my good. mind thank you so much keep in mind tight all right bye now that's a funny one that's the shit i'm talking about like yeah. watching your dad blow dry his pubes and flop his dick around i think if he's flopping his dick around isn't he blow drying his dick maybe maybe or just the undercarriage because doesn't that stay wet in between your dick and your beans. Yeah. That, that, that you got to make sure. And that's a sweat zone. Yeah. It can be depending <laughs> yeah. on what you're doing. So you yeah. got to make sure that that's dry. You, yeah. You can't have any water down there to get the process started. Of course. You need that to be. That's what I imagine he was up to. Yeah. I think so too. But to, I, I picture him styling his pubes, <laughs> which makes me laugh. So like giving his dick bangs, he's just combing it down. Oh man. He's like, maybe a side swipe today. Yeah. I'm going to trim that. By the way, Corey, elephant trunk? Yeah. Good for you. Congrats. Yeah. That must be nice, huh? That's pretty good. Yeah. Do you feel like your penis size informs your personality? I would say men in general. Yeah, meaning... Um, I would say if you, if you have a hog, you don't have to figure out how to have a good personality. <laughs> and you don't have to be funny. Yeah. That's why I don't know how many big dicks there are in the comedy community. Milton Berle? 
This yeah. is only when Uncle Milty apparently had a hammer on him. I don't know. But I know that there's uh, a lot of kids telling jokes in high school because they're <laughs> uncomfortable with their dicks. Their dongs. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think back in my Rolodex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting because... Um, uh, Dr. Drew brought up a, a thing about women's clitorises and where they are in relation to their vaginal opening and how that in, would inform their personality. Whoa, what? Something like that um, about how there's some study done and like, yeah, I mean, imagine if you're not enjoying sex, right, your whole life. Sure. And you're like, I guess I'm a lady that doesn't enjoy sex. I'm not a very sexually excitable woman. That would inform your personality versus having your anatomy built in such a way that like. It's always being you're stimulated. You're like, I'm fucking awesome, dude. I'm full of life. I'm the life of the party and I sparkle. Yeah. Like I'm fertile. You know that mm-hmm. I bet you much like your, your hog. God, what would your life be if you just had a tremendously large penis? Jay? Oh, I have no idea. I would probably just be cruel. Yeah. A cruel human being, but then I wouldn't have a lot of pants. I wouldn't own a lot of pants. <laughs> I would have short shorts. Yeah, I let that hang out. Or, like, yeah. or sweatpants, because I found that the real power move when guys have big dongs is they wear sweatpants, and then you can see it. Yeah. There was a guy at our old preschool who had such a huge dong, and he wore sweatpants. I think just to show us all, like, look what I have. He was Israeli. I had a, um, there was a guy at my grandmother's like adult home or whatever. <laughs> adult home. Yeah. I, I, I don't know Adult what it school, was. adult camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would come in with jeans on mm. and you'd be like, bro, mm-hmm. what in the fuck is that thing? Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, this, we're, we're lucky that my grandmother has dementia right now. <laughs> so she gets to see this for the first time every fucking And day. she's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. That's like a European move. The American move, or no, actually, no. Europeans like tight jeans, and I think it's to show off your dick. It's like the male hot girl thing. Sure. In the Midwest, it's a farmer thing. Or like, you know, like uh, country music. Yeah. How you just want to push everything together to make it look more. Gosh, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. I feel like we really uncovered so many truths today. I think we did too. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to promote? I have to pee so bad. (laughs) I got to wrap up the show too, Annie, but Um, what do you got? Well, just my dates. Um, What do you do? I got a big tour coming up. Empty Nest Tour, of course, it's called. Oh, that's awesome. That starts in January on the 7th. But uh, yeah, you can go to chaddaniels.com or that Chad Daniels on Instagram. And you've also filmed a special, which we'll find out very soon about, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out what that was going to be, yeah. I'm so stoked for everybody to, if you haven't checked out Chad Daniels, you're doing yourself a disservice. Check him out. He's so funny. We love him so much. Um, Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me in. This is fun. You're my favorite. I love you. Thank you. I love you too. Okay. Bye. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at.